Good evening tonight, and as always, thank you for watching. You gonna sit up here with me? Yeah. Oh, God. And I have with me tonight Andrea, my second daughter. Kylie, would you like to come over and just say hi? And so, hey, hey. You say hi, Kylie. Hi. All right. So, yes, you could go. So, uh, tonight, I just want to thank you, as always, for watching. And I've got some helpers here in me tonight at my office at church. Mm -hmm. And um, there's your grandmother watching. And uh, we're going through the book of Job. And last night we looked at Job chapter 38 about who God is and how God was speaking out of the storm about how amazing he is in creation and all that he does. And Chapter 39 is the same thing. Uh, he goes on and talks about the fact that who set the donkey free and who uh, cares for the oxen and who uh, gives strength to the worker and smashing me uh who uh, tames the wild beast and so god is just telling them again all through chapter 39 about how he works in nature how he created all things and so again we're looking at the difference between god and job and each and every one of us have to make a decision about god we have to believe either what the Bible says about him, that he is the creator of everything, like the book of Genesis says, that he is alone God. There are not many gods. There is one God. We have to believe that sin uh, separates us from God, but yet Jesus loved us so much that he came and died on the cross and was buried and rose again. And if we repent of our sins and call upon the name of the Lord, we will be saved. And so each and every one of us have to make a decision about God. We can see in creation. We can look out in the night sky and realize, wow, this is amazing. You can stand at the Rio Grande and look out and say, wow, this is amazing. You can stand at the birth of a newborn child and say, this is amazing. But there just can't be an accident. And so if that's the case tonight, you and I have one of two options. We can be stubborn and rebel against God and say, Lord, you, you don't have any control over me. Or two, we can do what Job does in chapter 40. And so starting in chapter 40, the Bible says these words. Moreover, the Lord answered Job and said, Shall the one who contends with the Almighty correct him? He who rebukes God, let him answer it. God tells Job, if you think you've got a complaint, if you think you've got something to correct me on, let's hear it. And friends, we're living in a day and age where people don't fear God. They don't care about the things of God. They have devalued God. But I want you to know that one day, whether it is the atheist whether it is the liberal that tries to correct, corrupt Bible-believing churches, whether it's the liberal political party in our country trying to push their agendas and things, 
one of these days, every one of us will stand before God and he'll be thinking the same thing. You think you've got something to say to me? You see, in that day and time, friends, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. You see, there might be some Supreme Court justices that don't honor God. There might be presidents that don't honor God in this life. There might be senators and congressmen that don't honor God in this life. But one of these days, they will all stand before God and he will say, how can you correct me? And friends, that will be too late at that time. They will hear those words, depart from me for I never knew you. But what are we supposed to do when God makes himself known to us? Well, I'm glad that you asked because I really wanted to tell you. You wanted to know too, didn't you, Andrea? Yeah. Verse 3 of chapter 40. Then Job answered the Lord and said, now don't miss this. He could have said a lot of things. He could have said, God, why did you take my children? God, why did you take my health? Why did you take my wealth? God, why did you allow all this to happen to me? Why? Listen to what Job says. Behold, I am vile. What he says is, is I'm wicked. I'm a sinner. I have nothing to argue with God about. Friends, that's humility. That's falling on your face before God and saying, Lord, I need you. He goes on and says, what shall I answer you? I lay my hand over my mouth. He's like this. He's telling God, I've got nothing to say. It's kind of like when a little kid says something they know they shouldn't and they put their hand over their mouth. You know that's not supposed to be said. And Job knows, I do not have a leg to stand on. I have really messed up. And friends, in our relationship with God, you and I have a great promise from God that if we will confess our sins to him, that he is faithful and just to forgive all of them, all of them. But if we hide our sin or argue with God about our sin, the Bible says we will not be forgiven. And so Job is displaying this. But listen, he says in verse five, once I have spoken, but I will not answer. Yes, twice, but I will proceed no further. Job admits that he had argued with God. He had questioned God. He had, he, had, he had said things that he shouldn't have said. He says, I've even done it more than once, but I'm not gonna do it anymore. And so I want you to hear this tonight. Job responds to the word of God. Second of all, he acknowledges that he is a sinner. He repents, turns away from his sin and says, I will do it no more. And he has confessed that God is God. And that's what we teach in our churches today. If you will admit that you're a sinner, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is who the Bible says that he is and confess him with your mouth. The Bible says all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so Job was humbled, and so should we. Tonight, I want you to hear this. God wants to save you. 
The Bible says that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of him. That's what the Bible says. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The apostle John said he became the propitiation not only for our sins, but the sins of the world. So tonight, God will speak through the convicting power of his Holy Spirit. And tonight, the choice is yours to refuse him, to reject him, to ignore him, or to accept him. And I pray tonight that you know Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life. Andrea gave her heart and life to the Lord last year. Um, Andrea, were you saved last year? Yeah. You were. My oldest child is saved, right? I think so. Yeah. You sure? Okay. Happened right here in this office. Both of my children were saved right here in my office. My third child asks a lot of questions, but I just don't think she's quite there yet. But friends, I pray tonight that your heart would be soft and tender like a little child. That when God begins to convict you and speak to you, that you won't harden your heart. That you'll say, yes, Lord, forgive me. Be my Savior and forgive me of all my sins. Well, again, thank you for watching four nights in a row. It's a miracle in itself, and we love you. Andrew, would you like to say anything since you're um, blocking me out? Um, I like everybody. You like everybody? Yeah. All right. Well, tell them bye, and we look forward to talking Thank to them. Thank you for watching. <laughs>